0: Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson.
1: Here this week with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty of the team. I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. Art's just been through the ringer again this week. So you're technically... right
0: now Art. We are technically homeless. (laughs) We have been we sold our house from underneath ourselves so I didn't think it would be that big of a deal Uh but it has become a big deal because we are running out of time because we've been living with Julie's mom right now But her house is now selling, so... Oh,
1: okay. So you're really going to be out on the streets if they don't close your loan very soon, but... Well, as a
0: safety (laughs) valve, I've done a VRBO for a week, and then we've reserved it for another week after that, just in case things continue to be snail speed.
1: All right. There's always a contingency plan with you.
0: (laughs) Right. But I mean, they told me up front that we could close on the 7th and then probably actually push it to the 5th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: It didn't happen, did it?
0: Mm, No. Fifth came and went, seventh came and went, and there doesn't seem to be a lot of urgency. So (laughs) I've got four supervisors involved now. Now I guess I can go to the vice president, president level maybe. Mm -hmm. But it seems like the more I fuss, it seems like it slows down even more.
1: Uh Uh-oh, okay. Uh (laughs) So you have to balance the the wheel. Yeah, Yeah, the
0: squeaky wheel is not actually helping, so the squeaky wheel seems to be like... Not getting the grease. Oh, we need more oil. Does anybody know where the oil is? No. Does anybody know where the W to 40 is? No. So then they stop working on everything, look for the oil, and then they'll look for the W to 40, and then. It makes it even
2: slower. At least that's what I've seen. Well, if it makes you feel any better, JP and I are both refinancing our homes. So if the three of us are all doing something with the bank, I'm sure the rest of the country is too. That is true. Yes,
1: Yes. they are slammed right now. So Yes,
2: I did ask them that up front. Mm -hmm. And I did ask them, I
0: said, are you super busy? They said, yes, we are very, very busy in your county. And I said, okay, are you willing to do this? And is it something you think you could handle? And is it something you think you could do in fairly quick fashion? Yes, Mr. McPherson. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? It's
0: not going at all. Yes. Well, I bet it's super
1: frustrating for you, though, because you know how your office works. Like, you guys are all about customer service, and and when a client request comes in, you jump on it. So this has to be super frustrating when you're dealing with, again, entities that you cannot uh, have any control over whatsoever.
0: Yeah, it just doesn't seem like there's any system set aside for being able to ramp up a process. So if anything gets in a, a bad situation, where you're displacing two families from their homes while we're awaiting the, yeah. the Claire to close, uh, it doesn't seem to rile them at all. It doesn't yeah. seem to bother them. It doesn't seem to concern them. Mm. It doesn't seem to have any issues for them.
1: Well. I am kind of glad that Coach Julie skipped this weekend show because if you're this frustrated, I can only imagine how Coach Julie's handling this right now.
0: Yeah, last week was a tough week. Last yeah. week was really tough because I thought they were going to kind of step up the, to the plate. We're almost there. If you look at what their guideline sheet says, we're like in the step six of seven. So we're really close to being done, but I don't know how long it takes. It seems like it's forever. Yeah, I've right. been in stage six, I think, for three or four days, you know, actual business days so
1: yeah we'll uh, we'll see just
0: one of those things
1: hope you get to the finish line and moved in soon I know the whole family is looking forward to that and so we'll keep up to date with you here but you know Luke brought up an interesting point I mean both of us are doing refinances right now that's the great thing about low interest rates right now guys you know so we're taking advantage of that is that something that you recommend that maybe some of your clients look at too I mean we might as well take advantage of the low rates because they kind of hurt us in other ways
0: yeah, you you should absolutely look at it because Luke was looking at it, and for him, it saved his family four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, it's you know, big just savings. by doing it. Mm-hmm. And his break-even point when was your
2: break-even point, Luke, on the uh, cost of doing the well, the initial cost. I am sure there's going to be some additional costs involved, like there always is. You know, you get the you get the sheet after you sign, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so probably a year and a half. So yeah, literally, same online, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. If you can break even in two years, and you are going to stay there for more than two, it seems like a no brainer. Just be careful if you have a lot of expenses I, I had a client tell me their closing costs was twice the amount of what mine was Ooh. and i was just like you, you need to keep shopping yeah that's a great rate but if you're paying 12 grand to get it it's not worth it yeah. well you're buying down a rate then right you
0: know they've right. got points in there yeah. they've got a lot of little things in that loan that people aren't aren't realizing are there
2: yeah, yeah. i mean if you're staying there for 10 years yeah you're good but if you're on you know if you're anything like me, I tend to move every three years for some reason or another. I don't know. So if my break evens under two, I'm good.
1: Yeah, exactly. So smart move there. And uh, Art, with all of this going on, I mean, have you had any time to watch sports lately?
0: I have. Football's still on.
1: Yes. So you did make and you time. you can
0: absolutely, <laughs> I can't watch football when we're tearing down the TVs, Luke was kind enough to come over and help me do that. We had to get down. <laughs> yes. We had to climb up my big old wall above my fireplace mantle and get, and it was not as heavy as the one that was a little bit smaller, which was shocking to me, wow. but. He he was a man of men, and he helped me climb up there and pull it down, and we were able to do it without breaking anything or breaking ourselves. I was very happy about that. It was was very awkward. It's like carrying a wall. (laughs) It's a big big TV. It was big. Yes. (laughs) So we haven't had the big TVs to watch it on, but yeah, Julie's mom. We have TVs at her house, so we've been watching sports. And FSU lost, but so did the Gators.
1: True. You had to
0: be happy about that. Uh, well, I'm uh, not really, because Jimbo, Jimbo. Yeah. was the no, team they true. lost to. And I'm kind of, i like, you know, really root for anybody against the Gators typically and anybody against Texas A&M. So it was kind of like, who do I root against in this game? Yeah. So um, them losing to Texas A&M, I was kind of like sad for the Gators a little bit, but not too sad, but I was sad <laughs> that the Jimbo won because you know he left us in such a bad state. Yeah. But watching us against a number five Notre Dame team, we looked pretty good. We definitely looked a lot better than we did against Miami, and yeah. I think we had uh, what uh, NBA championship. I did not watch that actually. Really odd for me not to watch the finals. Uh huh. I just didn't watch it this year, okay. and um, well, wasn't that the Lakers again?
1: You know, so the Le- Lakers,
2: LeBron with number four.
1: Yeah. He apparently doesn't get respect, is what he said. So
2: he doesn't get respect.
1: That's what he uh, uttered an expletive in his uh, post game celebration about not getting. It's between him or Jordan.
0: I mean, how does that not be respected? I don't know. Everybody talks about him being the goat or Jordan the goat. Right. Yeah. I'd say that's about the most respect you could ever
2: get. (laughs) I mean, he's, he's trying to be the best, of course, and he's been to more finals, hasn't won as many. But, um, I mean, it's hard to argue. I mean, how old is he now? I mean, he's mid-30s, still dominating, you know, mm-hmm. some 18, 20-year-olds. I mean, yeah. he's a freak of nature when it comes to his physical ability. Just six eight, jump out of the gym. He could have been a great wide receiver or tight end. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, he could have. <laughs> like, remember when the M- I think the NBA, it was a few years ago, something was going on with the NBA, and he kind of threw it out there about, about joining the NFL, and I was like, yes, do it. It'd be so cool. <laughs> um, but he was all-state in high school. I mean, he's just, I mean... Just an athlete, yeah. one, of the, amazing. Amazing one of the
1: best athlete, athletes. Yeah. yeah. So see, LeBron, you're getting respect here yep. on the respect, Art of Money. Yeah. All right, respect <laughs> right here. But uh, I know that uh, probably people in Orlando are like, okay, goodbye, get it, get out of here, NBA stars. You've been here long enough in the bubble. But <laughs> the NBA bubble. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully they will uh, actually get back to a normal season next year. We'll see about that. But speaking of the Lakers, you know it is interesting to see a team, love them or hate them. They have quite the legacy of superstar players over the years and it's interesting because before this whole pandemic began art you got to run into one of the biggest literally and figuratively in sports with a shaquille o'neal out at a red carpet event in la so i thought we'd share that conversation this weekend here on the art of money listen to this you still have the batmobile no i sold it uh a guy who's a car collector made me of our good reviews all right
0: so when you were in magic in orlando We used to watch you. I took my kids all the time to go
1: see you. Why'd
0: you ever leave?
1: Because Lakers offered me more money. I'm a businessman. This is the art of money. You already know the answer to that.
0: (laughs) So you've always been a good businessman. One of the things that I've always heard you say is to other guys, you know, make sure you put some money
1: aside. Yeah, I always, I met a fella at the Four Seasons Hotel and he ripped a $100 bill in half. He said, you got 50 left. Regular people put 50 away. Then he ripped the 50 and a half and said, the smart people put 75 away and then, you know, just play with 25. Thank you, Shaq. So, guys, it does sound like he learned some things financially along the way because you look at this guy. I, he's probably made more money in retirement than he ever did during his playing days.
0: Because he saved most of his money.
1: Yeah, smart yep, guy. He,
0: he did a very good job of that, and he took to heart what they had talked to him about because even in the NBA, even though it's not as violent as the NFL – it still is one of those careers that you're not guaranteed but a certain period of time to be able to play. Mm -hmm. So he played a a nice, beautiful career in the NBA, but what his goal was was to save a lot of that money while he was playing so that when he quit playing, he did not have to rely on getting another job or another occupation to survive because it would be very difficult for him to get an occupation to pay him 25 million a year, 30 million dollars a year like he was used to making in the NBA.
2: Yeah, so Shaq owns 155 Five Guys restaurants. Oh, wow. It's probably more now. This article I saw was about a year old. So um, he likes his burgers. <laughs> he likes his restaurants. Hopefully he's okay during COVID because he actually owns some 24-hour fitnesses as well.
1: Oh,
0: okay.
2: Um, some car washes. I mean, the guy owns a ton of stuff. That I mean, he just turned his, I mean, millions and millions of dollars in the NBA into probably hundreds of millions. So um, definitely saving and buying up businesses.
1: Wow. So investing in what he knows, and I know he's actually a big proponent, guys, too, of things like annuities because he actually told his agent, I believe at some point, you know, keep some of my endorsement money in annuities because I want to make sure that my money lasts and that's another great approach that he takes with his finances
0: well the one thing even though annuities get hammered all the time on the radio it's funny one of the things that are really good about them is you can actually get a guaranteed income stream for life you know you can mm-hmm. have that worked out where you have you know you have a certain amount of money and you cannot run out of that money and with annuities today you can actually have that guaranteed income for life also passed to your spouse uh, same guaranteed income for life but then whatever's left in those accounts still go to the kids and grandkids. So it used to be back in the day, you have to do what we call annuitization. And you'd have to annuitize it where the insurance company themselves kept your money and they would guarantee that income stream and they'd have to offset that risk. But nowadays, you don't have to do that. You can have that full amount of money that you've started with, go to your kids and your grandkids, and then you can have that income stream
3: guaranteed for life. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com.